Welcome to the God Story Radio Broadcast with Chaplain Lynn. Thank you, Brother Ron. This is Chaplain Lynn. God's Story is a ministry outreach about our great, caring God being seen in and throughout His people's lives. Many say, does God care about me? Does He see what I'm going through? Does He know me personally? God's story tells of His great love for people like you and me. The greatest demonstration of His love is His precious Son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross of Calvary for our sins. The veil between God and mankind has been torn open. Be encouraged as you listen to today's testimony or sermon from a changed life now filled with a passionate love for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are blessed to have Greg with us in our studio. I have known Greg for about 17 years and have thoroughly enjoyed our friendship. He is a man with a very sincere heart and integrity and I've seen him offer his services willingly in the church. Sometimes Greg suffers with sinus, as many of us do in the Miami Valley, so if you hear him clear his throat, you will certainly understand. Welcome, Greg. It's so lovely to have you to I'm share glad your to testimony. Be here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, we're looking forward to hearing to what you have to say. Would you like to share with us, you know, the beginnings of your life? <clears throat> Uh, certainly, uh, I was born in uh, New York City uh, in 1940. <clears throat> uh, uh, I moved to uh, Miamisburg in 1972, where I live now, and uh, I've been blessed to be a part of the uh, Miamisburg Assembly of God for the last 15 years. Uh, I've known Lynn most of that time uh, through association uh, at uh, Miamisburg Assembly of God and also through Miamisburg Church of God where I used to attend, my wife and I used to attend. And uh, uh, I'm just blessed to be here this morning and, uh, and praise God that I have a chance to share with her. Well, praise the Lord, Greg. Praise the Lord. Now, you were telling me that in your early beginnings that your mother was ill and she had contracted pneumonia and she prayed to God when you were how old? I was one year old at the time, uh, and in 1941, uh, my mother contracted pneumonia. They uh, didn't have the uh, things, the drugs today to deal with it uh, then, and they treated her with sulfur drugs. But she was on the verge of death, and, and uh, she just prayed and asked God uh, to heal her so that she could care for me, and God answered that prayer. So, from the early beginnings of my life, uh, God was involved, and I just praise Him for it. Oh, praise the Lord! So you were a little little boy, one years old, and well, a little baby, and then um, a young one. Um, so then, what happened in your life after that, that with Jesus? Well, uh, when I was uh, about seven or eight, uh, mom and dad were going through kind of a marital crisis and uh, they uh, uh, sent me to a private uh, boarding school we were living in 
uh, Larchmont, New York, and uh, the school was located in Connecticut. And I remember I was uh, crying all the way to the day they took me to the school because I didn't want to leave mom and dad. And uh, <clears throat> But God moved in the time that I spent at the school because it, <clears throat> I got uh, closer to him and he got closer to me. <clears throat> there was a more a deeper relationship that began to be established in my life through that relationship with the school. Was this a Christian school? Yes. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So you were in a dormitory with other boys? Well, it was a it was a uh, more of an older house. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh and uh we uh you know, they we had a set time for prayer and and uh you know, it was uh, out in the country. It was a, a beautiful setting, <clears throat> uh, and I just, uh, you know, I <clears throat> it was difficult for me. I, I remember reading a book, <clears throat> uh, and it talked about uh, a character in the book that was known as C.F., and uh, the, the title of the, I don't remember the title of the book. I've often wanted to research it, but C.F. stood for uh, Children's Friend, <clears throat> and I think it, uh, it touched my heart uh, to where I I came to realize that it was Jesus who was the children's friend. Praise the Lord! And ever since uh, I've had a heart for kids. You know, God's yes. God's put that on me to have that that heart for for children, and uh, so that was an early beginning. Praise <clears> the <throat> Lord! How long were you in the school? Uh, I think it was uh, it was seven and eight, so it was a couple of years. I a couple think. of years, and then you went back home to your family. Yeah, yeah. Mom and dad reconciled, and and uh, uh, things were were better after that. Although we did move a lot. Uh, Dad's business was in New York, and uh, he was a commercial illustrator. He uh, belonged to uh, the Society of Illustrators uh, and was a contemporary of Norman Rockwell. Who I'm sure most of you recognize, uh, and uh, but we traveled a lot, uh, uh, lived in various places. Uh, Mom and Dad had a house in Florida, uh, which was sold after World War II. But uh, we traveled uh, to Florida. Mom's family is here in Ohio, and I, I uh, got to spend time with them. And, and then uh, uh, there was just. Uh, uh, a lot of, uh, I, we never really had, uh, I never felt like I really had a home, you know, because we traveled so much. We lived in apartments, and and uh, in my early years, uh, but uh, I was still blessed, and, and God was following my life. Praise the Lord. So you were uprooted a lot. What? How else did Jesus uh, enter your life and, and touch you as you were, you know, uprooted and then you went through your teen years and can you give us any other experiences of with Jesus oh yeah yeah there have been times uh, times when I was frustrated and and, and angry and uh, you know I would call out to God and uh, you know in the midst of uh, despair or uh, depression he would he would he would answer me do you have any specific time to tell us about when you were depressed that brought on your depression uh lots of times you know being a teenager and growing up oh, it, I know it, it's it can be hard 
you know, and, uh, but God led me out of the doldrums of not, you know, you, you don't, you have an identity crisis when you're a teenager. You're yes. not sure who you are and you're yes. trying to find out yes. who you are as a person. And uh, God uh, led me out through sports. I, I got interested in, in baseball and, and uh, uh, because of the love for baseball, I, you know, I got, it, it brought me out from under the depression of, uh, Praise the Lord. of not knowing who I was. And uh, gradually God began to define my life. Praise the Lord. Well, I would like to say, Greg, you are what, 78 years old today? Yes. And he's still playing baseball. Well, yeah, it's, I play senior softball yes. uh, up in Dayton with uh, guys my age. <laughs> so that's, a, that's been a lifelong love. Yes, it has. So how else has Jesus, you know, you found, you found yourself through sports, which I think is an awesome way to uh, build your character and get a foundation of, you know, working with the Lord. How else did you find him? <clears throat> well, uh, I can remember... Uh, when I was uh, in my 20s, uh, uh, I was uh, standing in front of a window. I think it was when we were living in, uh, in Kettering. And uh, the, I was, remember reading from Isaiah chapter 6, uh, where uh, Isaiah talks about, Woe is me, I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell <coughs> with a people of unclean lips and uh, where it talks about uh, I, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple and uh, it, it spoke to me you know because uh, and reading further it, it you know the Lord came and transformed Isaiah and in that verse of scripture it, it was like he transformed me and afterward the verse that says who will go for us uh, that touched my life and where it says here am I send me that was like it spoke to me personally like so, it was an evangelistic call for yeah, you to go out right. yeah it was praise the Lord I must say that I I was also touched by many uh, the evangelistic sermons that Billy Graham pitched, preached over the years uh, and his ministry has uh, been a big impact on my life <clears throat> and, and over the years. Uh, so, I mean, those are connections that, you know, uh, God made through me in my early life, in my 20s. <clears throat> and gradually over the years, I, it, it, you know, impacted me more as I grew older, you know. <clears throat> and there were... Uh, other times, I was—I um, can tell you about a, an incident that happened when my friend and I were going to see a Cincinnati Reds game in 1975, and we were driving. I had just bought a 1966 Buick <clears throat> as an older car; it was a used car, but it had tires that weren't very good. <clears throat> and we were driving down the interstate and got almost to the stadium and uh, it began to rain and it hadn't rained in a while so the roads were slick with the oil that's built up and I was traveling in the far right lane and uh, at normal speed and the cars that slowed down in front of me and I 
touched my brakes, and it was just like being on a sheet of ice. The, the car slid across three lanes and hit the embankment and spun around. I was, the car was sideswiped by a semi. Wow. And the, my friend and I were, uh, uh, were the impact uh, of the car was uh, destroyed, but uh, neither one of us were hurt seriously. He had a, uh, a hairline fracture of the wrist and, and I had scratches. But by the grace of God, I know that there was an angel there that preserved my life in that moment. And so that, that was a, a great testimony that God wanted to use me. And so I, I thank him and praise him every day for remembering uh, that particular moment in my life. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We appreciate your tuning in. You're listening to God's Story on WGNZ with Chaplain Lynn speaking with Greg. If you want more information, you can email me at chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Oh, I know how wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to know that God has sent his angels and they're protecting us and keeping us and they have their hand on us. And I do appreciate so much, Greg, because God does have his hand on your life. Can you tell us some more about how he has directed you and kept you and directed your path? Yes. Um, uh, well, over the years, uh, uh, when I was uh, uh, 24, uh, I was uh, drafted into the, the Army. Uh, that's, this was during the Vietnam era. I, uh, I really, you know, had a lot of apprehension about that because I didn't want to go and serve and 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 have to kill another human being, and uh, I kind of uh, avoided it as long as I could. And finally, uh, uh, the Lord used the experience that I had in the army to lead me and direct me in in what He wanted to do in my life. Uh, <clears throat> I was chosen to be a chaplain's assistant. And uh, after basic training, I, I served uh, uh, in, in the uh, a, a wonderful staff chaplain at, at Fort Benning, Georgia. And uh, he, he was like a, a Dutch uncle to me. They, they, he would take me under his wing, and we, we were invited to, or I say I was invited to meals on Sunday with, at his house. And, and just there were great uh, relationships that I developed with other people. Through the the service, uh, I served in a training unit at Fort Benning, where a lot of young men would come through and um, and would play music in the in the in the chapel. A lot of these African American young men, uh, and they couldn't read a note of music, but boy, they could play and sing. And, and what a what an inspiration that was to me. And uh, you know, I just uh, thank God for that opportunity to serve God. It, it, he gave me, you know, because knowing my heart and how I felt. I know I was taken off of orders at least twice to go to Vietnam because of being an only child and, and knowing that my parents were elderly. Uh, I just thank God that he moved in that situation as well. So uh, that was a, another chapter in my life that God moved. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, it's wonderful when God directs our path. He said that he would do that, and praise the Lord for that. 
So then after you went to Vietnam, or not to Vietnam, you uh, served as a chaplain's assistant, didn't make Vietnam, praise God. Right. And then after that, were you married at some point too? Well, yes, that came along later. Later? Uh, after I got out of service, uh, I, I came home and, and uh, mom and dad were living in New Jersey at the time. Uh, I, uh, we lived there for about a year. I had a, a job uh, through a publishing company. And uh, about a year or so later, we moved down to Ohio. And uh, I got a, a job uh, at uh, working in retail down here, Elder Behrman's and J.C. Penney's at first. How old were you at that time? Uh, this would have been uh, in my mid-20s. Yeah, mid-20s. Mid to okay. late 20s. And I basically uh, uh, worked retail for uh, about 15 years uh, at like, uh, places like Beerman's and Penny's and, and uh, Rex TV and Appliance. Uh, after that, uh, I was fortunate to uh, land a job with the uh, Montgomery County Job and Family Services where I uh, served for 31 years uh, as a mail clerk messenger and um, uh, God used that opportunity as well. Uh, I was blessed to meet my wife through a mutual Christian friend. And how old were you when you met your wife? I was, uh, let's see, I was 55 when Praise I... Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Actually, I was 54. I'll take that back. I was Hallelujah. 54. Hallelujah. Yes. And, uh, it, and uh, it, we met and... Um, we were uh, engaged in, in about six months after that, and uh, actually it was a mutual friend that brought her to church, and and uh, we got to know one another, and and uh, within six months we were engaged, and within a year we were married, and within two years our son David came along, and now he's uh, he's 21, and he attends Wright State as a, um, a mechanical engineering major, and. Um, He's engaged to his high school sweetheart, and she's studying nursing, and they're going to be getting married next year. So, oh, praise! Yeah, they're the even Lord. looking at a house to buy. So, Hallelujah. a lot of wonderful things are happening, and I just praise God for all of them. Yes, and you ha also, David, you have a heart, or David, I call him. That's my David. son. That's his son. <laughs> I call him David, and I said, he reminds me of a David because David means dearly beloved. And I just look at him, and I see a dearly beloved man of God, but his name is Greg. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Greg, you have a heart for Israel, and you have been there many times. How many times have you been to Israel? Well, I've been four times. My wife has been four, uh, five and uh, we're planning to go back again this year. Who are uh, you going with, Dave? Uh, um, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, Diane and Kevin Hazlett, uh, they are the ones that uh, are uh, running the tour. Uh, they, they, it's called Olive Branch uh, Messenger Tours, and uh, we've been with them. They're members of our church, and, and they teach uh, the adult the Sunday school class. What uh, has Israel done for you and for your heart? How has going to God's country and God's land touched you, Greg? It's, it uh, makes the scriptures come to life when you go to these places and, and see where the, these things have happened, where Jesus has walked and, and taught and where the miracles occurred. And you, the anointing is, is just uh, magnificent in that land. It is, 
it is God's land. And, and you know, I, I go there and I actually feel more at home there than I do here in the United States. And people will ask you, I say, don't you feel uh, afraid to go to Israel? And I said, no, I feel safer there than I do here at home. And, and because God has, has blessed that land. And I, I'm blessed every time I go there. And I, it, the anointing is, uh, of God's word is there. And learning the, the scriptures from Hebraic standpoint uh, is so much deeper. You, the deeper meanings of, the, of the, the words themselves are hidden in the Hebraic language. And that's what Kevin and, and Diane teach uh, uh, in, in the what's called the Beth Midrash, which means the house of study in Hebrew. And uh, it, it just deepens my understanding and my faith and my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Well, I've always enjoyed Greg's heart and the depth that he knows the Lord and his intellectual uh, ability. Uh, I, I believe that this is a man of deep prayer, and you are a man who who knows a lot. You have a, a great intellect, and it's, you always brings out richness, and I appreciate that about you, Greg. And Greg, you also, um, along with enjoying Israel, you have been very active in the Christian, or the Christmas child, uh, mm -hmm. Christmas tree child. It's called Operation, Operation Christmas, Christmas Child. Operation Christmas Tree, yes. It's, it's, uh, basically, it's Franklin Graham's ministry through Samaritan's Purse. And uh, my wife and I have been a part of that for about 20 years. And it, it's a shoebox ministry where you, you take a simple shoebox and fill it with uh, little toys and health care items and school supplies for these children in these third world countries that have seen war and poverty like you wouldn't believe. Many of the, them have seen their siblings and their parents murdered. And uh, it's through the local churches in, in these communities that they distribute the shoeboxes. And they're filled with joy and, and uh, blessings that, that children have never known. And on top of that, this is an open door to share the gospel with these children. And it's, it's called The Greatest Journey. It's a 12-week discipleship program where they teach the children through these booklets uh, and they receive, at the end of 12 weeks, they receive a, a cap and a gown and a Bible in their own language. Oh, praise the Lord. And this reaches out to their siblings and their uh, peers and the members of their community that, where they're able to share it with uh, others. And basically, it's planting churches. So we, we're so excited about this ministry, and I, I'm so blessed to be a part of it. Uh, being the coordinator at our church. And uh, I invite all who would, would be willing to do it to, do, to be a part of it this year. Yes, and there's many churches in the Miami Valley that do partake in yes, this, aren't there? absolutely. So sometimes maybe you just need to call a church and say, can I be a part of this? Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Greg, what vision do you have for the future for America, this country, um, the church? What would you like to say to the people about the vision that you have, that God has imparted into you? I, I, I feel very strongly that uh, God is seeking uh, another revival in our nation. Uh, that I, I pray every day that the America would turn back to God 
and because it's in 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 through the revival of of the those that are are not not only seeking God that they can find Him, but also that we can restore the values that America has always been a part of. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How, how about if somebody doesn't know Jesus as their Savior and they're listening to the program right now, what would you say to them? Well, you know, it's a relationship, uh, basically. Uh, more than anything, that's what I've discovered over the years. Uh, you, you have a relationship with the living God, and He desires to be a part of your life and want you in His family. And that's what where I... In my own testimony is uh, uh, that he he desired me to be a part of his family, and I desired to be a part of his family, and it is a you know just the love of God is so overwhelming uh, that uh, I can't begin to thank him for the things that he's done. When I I think about him on the cross and what he did for us, you know it just it brings me to tears sometimes. And I, I love him dearly. Reaching out uh, to him is the answer to life's problems. So it's a choice that we make. Yes, absolutely. We, it, and everyone has a choice to decide to serve Jesus or not to serve Jesus. Yes, absolutely. But he desires to be a part of your life. And he wants to come in and transform your life. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And anyone who receives me opens the door, and I will come in and I will sup with him and he with me. That's relationship, and that's something that we all hunger for. And he'll fill that void in your life if you invite him in. I just pray that those out there listening will do that in Jesus' name. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, how wonderful. Uh, We just appreciate your coming so much, Greg. You have been an inspiration to us. And I pray that an inspiration to those who are in the listening audience, because he is a man of God, a man of integrity. And we just want to thank you so much, Greg, for coming to our studio. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in next Wednesday at the same time, 1.30 p.m., for another edition of God's Story. If you'd like to reach God's Story, you can email Chaplain Lynn Radio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and to share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you, wanting to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand move in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us true peace while living on this earth. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. 
not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell. Wonderful peace has these words. Peace, peace, wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in again next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. or Friday at 12.30 p.m. for another edition of God's Story. If you would like to hear more God's Story broadcasts, tune into YouTube or anywhere you download your favorite podcasts. One can also listen live at WGNZ.com. To reach God's Story, please email chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you and wants to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand moving in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living life here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us, true peace while living on this earth. John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, Wonderful Peace has these words. Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray, in fathomless billows of love. This is Chaplain Lynn saying, May the wonderful peace of Jesus Christ fill you to overflowing today. May you experience the depths of his sweet love and how much God loves you.